Hello, race fans. Welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast, brought to you by ShortTrackExclusives.com. I'm your host, Thomas Faddis, alongside two other Short Track Guys, as always, in the studio with us. Jim Pokran, driver of the 07 Can't Quit Fishing.com Sportsman and 2021 Sportsman Champion at Five Flag Speedway here, locally at Pensacola, Florida. And Ted Baber, Ted Baber Video Productions, also locally in the southeast of Short Tracks and here in Pensacola at Five Flag Speedway. What's up, guys? Greetings. Howdy, howdy. Well, we've got uh, some catching up to do, I guess, uh, from last week. We had uh, a big weekend at Five Flag Speedway, and uh, Jim's going to kind of fill us in on what happened uh, with his uh, hard knuckle work in the shop, you know, getting ready yes. for that, that weekend and uh, what happened. Uh, and then we'll catch up on some things that are coming up, and then we've got something in the center. But uh, tell us what's going on in that uh, sportsman's table, Jim. Well, wasn't a good night, really. Uh, showed up at the track, forgot a wheel, had to buy one. So that started off kind of rough. So I had to buy a wheel, two tires and a wheel. So we get all that done, get the car back together, go out for practice, and the belts roll onto the on the uh, pulleys. In other words, they turn over. They're V-belts. So we get to looking, my power steering pump's cracked. So we pulled the power steering pump off the 343, which I was supposed to drive, both cars, but yeah, some politics got in the way, and I didn't get a chance to. We put Mike Gorham in the car. I'll elaborate on that in a minute. So we took Ben's power steering pump, put it on my car. I ran the feature. was running in the top five. We were all bunched together. Great race going on. And all of a sudden, the car just got loose and started driving weird. And about five to go, it got a bad vibration. That brand new wheel came loose. Um, I, we torque our lug nuts. We don't mess around with it. So something's wrong with the wheel. I know everybody's going to say you didn't tighten your lug nuts, but we tightened the lug nuts. The wheel came loose. So, uh, we wound up with a sixth place finish because I faded there at the end because I was worried about what was coming apart. Well, it ended up being a wheel. And, uh, then we put, uh, Mike Gorham in the 343 because, like I said, track politics and people crying. I'm just going to say it. That's what mm-hmm. happened. And uh, Mike did a great job, come home with a top five, first time in that car, and uh, he's going to drive it again on the 22nd of June for Ben, who was in a little bit of a scrape up and uh, on the road and hurt his back, and he can't race right now. So we're just going to put Mike in his car to run one more time, and we don't run again until August the 12th, um, so going to be interesting. Um, I've changed some springs in the front. Car worked great getting in through the, and then through the middle off. It was terrible. I need to change the rear spring. So we're going to work on that. And, uh, I'm going to come with a little bit more come the next race. I'm just going to leave it at that. So, all right, Ted, you got any video of that race? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plenty of that. That, that, uh, sportsman race was good. Uh, it was a little bit of a uh, trading paint there at the very end. Uh, it got pretty exciting. And, uh, I thought Kevin had, Kevin Mitchell had that thing all wrapped up, but, uh, at the end, uh, the uh, younger of the Langhams came through and like the very last lap and kind of with a little bit of assistance, uh, <laughs> came through, uh, for the win. Uh, I did get a chance to see a picture of Kevin's right rear tire. That thing was absolutely shot by the time it was all oh, over it was, with. It was, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. I mean, I've never seen a tire come apart like that, but this comes at the cost of who's your tire being behind, not allowing tires to cure. Right. Because yeah. I've heard people saying they're buying tires and putting them up and letting them sit for a month or two to cure so they're they're good and cured. Because if not, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's all a product of all this COVID and stuff we had in the past. It's got everything in a bind, and hopefully we'll be able to get through all this. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so, you know, moving forward from all of that, which I'm pretty sure we're positioned now where we can start moving forward, if not further along, but... 
speaking of racing in general, not being in the stands, um, with all this technology and everything that's going on that we've had discussions with, with the names, what really happens down in the pits from a racer's standpoint? What do you mean? I mean, just tires and stuff? Yeah. I mean, you have preparation, you know, your mentality, you know, the way your, your mindset, your plans are when you come in and the whole structure between starting and finishing the whole entire night with, you know, what you have to prepare to make a night successful. Well, first of all, races are won and lost in the shop. So the car has to be ready when it comes off the trailer where you're not working on it the entire time you're at the racetrack. I know certain race teams, they, it's, all they do is work on their car at the racetrack, and that's just not the way it should be. Unload it, get it set where you're going to park it, get your tools out, get your tire cart, grab you a couple of wheels. I go down to the tire shed. I take my stagger stick. I start checking tires. I find ones two of them about the size that I want. I get, I go pay for them. I have them mounted. I air them up to 25 pounds. I check how big they are. And then I know where I'm going to be. Um, we have to turn in two tires every night. So those two tires you get put 15 pounds because they're going to become left sides. I take the rights, move them to the left, buy new rights every single week. Um, I do that, air them up, and then I take them back to the trailer and I lay them out and let them sit for a few minutes so they'll you know do their thing. And then you measure them. And you go from there. We've, how much stagger do you want in the rear? Well, I'd like to have an inch and a half to inch and three quarters. Okay, well, we get as close as we can. I'd like to have an inch and a half in the front to an inch and a quarter in the front. So we try to size up the tires. And once the tires are sized up, we usually go practice, come in after practice, and we bolt on, depending on what we're doing. If we're group, single car qualifying, we got time. If not, we do group car qualifying where they'll give us 10 minutes. Uh, we'll bolt on the new tires, get ready to go, go qualify, come back. And then whether we run heat races or features, we just... Uh, check everything over, check all the fluids, make sure the battery's charged, make sure the tires are aired properly, and check the stagger one more time. And then they drop the green flag, and we see what happens. All right. So, you, I mean, you pretty much have a plan together when you get there. Uh, you have a team that, uh, that's around you that does certain things uh the way it's kind of like a uniform. You know, you've got a schedule come in, and people do what they're supposed to be doing, and then get everything ready on a timely manner. And then you go out there and see how what, what your setup's all about. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it's a lot of work, you know, getting the car set up right. And I tried some different front springs this last race, and the car drove in great. It just wouldn't turn in the center and come off. So I'm going to change the rear springs and make it even better. So I think we're going to be pretty good. Well, Ted, as far as um, the racing standpoint, getting the car set up, when you're on top of the booth, and you're getting the camera set up, or even the GoPros that are inside um, the driver's compartment. Right. What what type of similarities would be setting up the race car as setting up your equipment? Well, <laughs> unfortunately, this last weekend I ran across a situation I've never had before. We have an audio feed that comes out of the booth. Well, somebody decided it'd be a great idea to cut that wire and throw the our connection away. I'm like, oh, well, that's nice. <laughs> so I had to literally peel the wires by hand. I didn't have a, a, a proper peeler, so everything was done with a knife, which is a whole lot of fun, and then hand twist them together, and the audio was pretty bad, I got to say. And I, I don't know who created that situation, but I'm hoping that this dealt with i brought it to the attention of tim and company to see if they could repair it most of my setup is getting you know being sure that we have space because we do share that booth with other people and uh, i have to make sure that everything's tied down the audio is good i've got plenty of time left on the cards that i'm shooting on uh everything's level ready to rock so there is a lot more to video productions behind the scenes than there would be say in a discussion with you know 
actually driving a race car. Well, <laughs> that doesn't involve the grunt work that it takes to get everything up to the top of the tower because as if you've ever been to Five Flags and you've seen that tower, how far up it is, that is a hike from out in the parking lot with two tripods, a bag full of cameras, all the audio stuff and equipment that I need. And who needs a Pilates class when that's over with? I know I don't. <laughs> I'm pretty right. worn out. And then depending on what time of year it is, it can be either freezing cold or just boiling hot like it is right now. It's it's a little bit of a grind. Yeah. Do you have a team that goes out and helps you with the GoPros as far as getting it into like uh, the driver's uh, all, compartment? All the setup is done before anybody else shows up. It's a lot. I do yeah. have help getting everything back down, which is nice, but getting it set up is a uh, solo project. Yeah. So, you, I mean, you just uh, video productions. That's Ted Baber, obviously. You guys know us well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we're in the studio and uh, we're talking video production, you know, with short track racing. And um, Ted Baber's the way to go. Uh, Jim Pokrant uh, is here with us tonight, as always. Uh, part of the Short Track Guys podcast. We are Short Track Guys. Yes, we are. And that's what we talk about. This is what we uh, do. <laughs> yeah, we, we've come off the SRX series here uh, just a few weeks ago. Right. Uh, with their opener. Right. Um, and we were there witnessing and we had a great time. They went to, uh, South Boston the week after. Um, you know, and then they went to Stafford. They're halfway <laughs> through their season now. Uh, with Ryan Newman, which has now become one of my, uh, one of my really, really big, uh, heroes now. I, 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 I've liked Ryan Newman, but, uh, after his win, uh, with his family and his daughters there right. at, uh, Stafford, that was, uh, that was really cool. Matt Hirschman was in the race, you know, he'd, he'd won the, I think the Sizzler earlier to get that ride, uh, kind of like the way Bubba Pollard, uh, <laughs> had the best average in the duels right. here, if you want to call him that way. And, uh, he got the SRX ride and finished second, uh, man. I, and I can't wait. Uh, they're going to Nashville, I think, this weekend, and um, I can't wait to see uh, see what happens well, here. Newman can't say a word to Pollard about how that race finished because he also used somebody else up to get that win too. So he, he really can't fuss. Yeah, that's no. a, that's a great series. I really really enjoy it. The racing has been good. Yeah, and I tell you what, Ryan Newman didn't didn't just lead every lap. He had to run up there and pass and right. get there. So he he did a little rubbing himself. But <laughs> he did. I'm going to tell you something. It's cool to see those guys racing, race hard, and know that it's not a show series where they're just out there riding around showing off. Mm-hmm. They're actually racing and trying to get it done. So good job by Ryan Newman. Congratulations. And SRX is three different winners. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, be, that's pretty cool. That's and, equity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You mentioned three different winners. We uh, we have Elio Castroneves, uh, Tony Stewart, and now Ryan Newman. Uh, they're going to Nashville uh, here this Saturday night on CBS. And what a great series that was. And, and we talk about the cup drivers that get together, uh, with different, um, drivers of uh, different areas and, and techniques and, and disciplines, if you right. will. Um, and they get together and it, um, it's a rebirth. And we've talked about it before about the old IROC series. Right. And this yeah. is a rebirth and what a great series to take off. But they've kind of had some, um, um, I wouldn't say issues, but the, what about they had some I, like, emotion? Yeah, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> I mean, uh, Tony Stewart, you know, being who he is, he he's going to get a little bit fired up when some, he thinks somebody's used him up, and hey, it happens. <laughs> yeah, but he ain't going to really talk about using people up because how many times has he used people up? So <laughs> right. I mean, it's, what goes around comes around on you. But the series has been exciting; it's yeah. fun to watch. And you know, with three different winners, it's like NASCAR right now. You know, there's 13 different winners this season. I mean, I know we're not a NASCAR series, but 
uh, 13 different winners, and there's only 16 spots open for the playoffs. So if you get three more winners. It can the, get tight. Yeah, <laughs> nobody from points is going to point their way in, and you may have to win two races to get in. Right. So, and, you, I mean, you bring that up, and, and we don't – I know we don't talk as short track guys. We don't talk a whole lot about the upper – tears um we do because grant and finger you know we got some uh christian rose racing love all you guys uh you know we talk about that but we don't talk about that upper tier but when we do we get into specifics yes and some of the changes here with the exhaust i yeah okay people are not really wanting to hear it but what about this one lug nut situation Mm -hmm. that's going on (laughs) And, and why are so many people having I mean, the upper tier teams are having problems with it, but you've got how many different winners now that have adjusted? Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing though. A lot of those winning teams have also got lug nut penalties. It's dumb. One lug nut holding the wheel on. If you miss it, the wheel comes off. If you had five, you could hit three and the car would still go around the racetrack. Now, if you miss this one or you don't, the nut doesn't come out of the gun and the guys jumped up, takes off. Jack man drops the jack. The driver, that's the driver signed to, Go, 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 go. Wheel comes off. Well, then, right. then you lose your crew chief for two races and your, your guy that was a jack man or whoever, you lose them for two races. And then they put secondhand pit crew in. They're going to screw up. So, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I've never liked the concept. I'm sorry. We're not Formula One. Um, we need to go to five lug nuts because even street cars still have five lug nuts. NASCAR, they don't have one lug nut in the middle. This said knockoffs from, from the sixties when they used to use the knockoff wheels. And, and Le Mans and stuff like that. This is NASCAR racing. The guys need to hit five lug nuts, not one. And it's amazing how many of the mistakes they've made with one lug nut. Well, hell, they had five and they got it right. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, yeah. they practice it forever and ever and ever. And I think it takes a little bit of the strategy and the drama out of the pit stops, too, you know, to have that happen. I mean, it is a little bit ridiculous to miss one, but it does happen. Well, I mean, the the... The lug nut jams in the gun, or it turns crooked, or doesn't go on, or the the wheel's not up on the little pins that's supposed to be. It's ridiculous. Five lug nuts, five studs. Put them on, take them off. Let's go racing. The the in sad as the Xfinity guys are fast, the truck guys are fast, but they have one lug nut, and they, it's the guns that are regulated by NASCAR. Da 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 da. Yada yada yada. It's that's what things is ruining the sport. The cars all look terrible. I don't like the new cars that much. Sorry, it's just me. I, I'll stick with short tracks because that's where the real racing is. Right. Absolutely. Well, that's happened to be what we are, short track guys. By Definitely. golly. Yeah, by golly. Short tracks. That's where it is. And speaking of short tracks, boy, do we have a laundry list of races coming up here this weekend and then the following week. And we we're going to try to keep off on the following week, but we're going to do... Uh, some of the bigger ones that are coming up this weekend, man. <laughs> and we've got a list of drivers that are coming up. I think oh, it is Slinger a, Nationals here. Yeah, it is Slinger a Slinger Super list. Speedway. <laughs> it is amazing. <laughs> Those guys that are showing up for that one. It doesn't matter if you start at the top or the bottom. It is a bunch of just the people that we've we recognize uh, coming up in this race. I see Stephen Nassi, Steve Appel. I hope that is right. Derek Thorne, Dennis Prunty, uh Bubba Pollard, obviously, he's one of our favorites. Jeff Storm, William Byron. I've got to try this one, whether anybody's even heard of this guy or not. It's Levon van der Gerst. <laughs> I probably mm. beat that thing to death, but I actually think it's Geist. Or maybe it's even Geist. Who knows? It is <laughs> difficult, but i got to at least try it. you got to test yourself every once in a while. See, see what you can come up with. I see Sammy Smith, Ty Majeski, a bunch of people that we know. 
and uh, it just keeps on getting better as you get closer to the top. Uh, Gabe Summers, Austin Nason, Carson Hosebar, Alex Prunty, Derek Krause, Matt Kenseth. I mean, Slinger is one of his home tracks. Is Matt Kenseth? Yeah, that guy. We I've heard. Oh, of. that guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's gonna be there. Cup uh, champion, two-time Bush Grand um, National champion, Matt Kenseth. John DeAngelis, Johnny Sauter. Good Lord, the, <laughs> the names just go on and on. It, it's ridiculous, but it's going to be amazing. And it is a the bull ring of all bull rings. It's not com, not, not the shortest one we've ever talked about, but wow. The speed they carry around that quarter mile is insane. Yes. It's going to be a great show. It always is. I mean, that's Slinger. That's Slinger. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Most famous short tracks in America. Luke Fenhouse. Good Lord, let me not forget him. Yeah, I've got, I'm, I've got to put the old 26 car up front, though. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Old Bubba Pollard's going to get it done. We'd like to see him win another yeah. Slinger Nationals. He already has one. I'd like to see him get another one. Port City Race Cars, baby. <laughs> yep, it. yep, yep. That's it. Oh, Gale Force Shocks. Yeah, that's going to be an awesome show, as well as... The 31st annual Montana 200 at Mission Valley Another Super state. Oval, which is a track that we haven't really touched on. This is in Polson, Montana. Which is due south of Calgary. Yeah, due <laughs> south of Calgary. It's a 3 8 mile, super late model race, probably three or 400 miles east of maybe of Seattle, if you yep. want to get an idea about it. But we watched a little bit of video before oh, we went on. And dude, it's just almost like one of these uh, little super tracks. Yeah. Uh, up there in the Wisconsin area with the Midwest series that we keep up with. From the aerials, it looked like it had a little bit of a dog leg in the track, too. So that's got to yeah, be right. fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> it did. It did did. You, uh, y'all happen to see who's going to run that race? No. Daniel Dye is oh. going up there, and Mark Martin is going to be his crew chief. Oh, no. Oh, 10 4. Yeah, <laughs> so Daniel got the 43 car, yeah. and Mark Martin, you know what? Yeah. Well, well you, you know that, that that's where Mark Martin has a vacation spot in Montana. Oh, he, well. he takes his RV from, from Arkansas. And he lives basically in Montana and out in California in RV parks that are like, you know, you pull in and there's like this, you have your own gazebo that's built in and you got your own little garage to put <laughs> wow. your car in and then you park your RV and it raises up and it's got a little awning over it. And yeah, yeah, it's not a regular RV park. It's an RV resort. So there's a difference when you stay in an RV resort. Resort. Air quotes in the air resort. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, that's awesome news to hear that Mark Martin's back involved in uh, uh, any shape or form of racing. Uh, and with Daniel Dye, we've mentioned him, I don't know how many times, uh, <laughs> you know, down, I think he's South Florida. I don't know if he's um, been here in Pensacola. I'm not sure, but I, I think he's been in some of the big, the bigger super late model races that Hosovar has been here. I know for a fact. Yeah. I, I know we've mentioned Daniel Dye. I've seen him on our race. He's been too, here so. too. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm reasonably sure about that. I have to check all the, uh, the listings, <laughs> check your local listings. Well, I mean, wow. I mean, the Montana 200 and you get that kind of story out of that. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. That is very awesome. And the masters of the pros in Nashville Fairgrounds. Who doesn't love a super late model or a pro late model race or a get my biker, you know, race race. at Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway? (laughs) That's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see that one. Yeah. I mean, the replays and being there, it's, it's, I mean, have we gotten any bigger than a dumpster list now? Uh, I don't, I'm going to think of a bigger, uh, let's see, what's, uh, a universe list? 
Mm, yeah. Something bigger <laughs> it's than that. Some more. <laughs> a Connex list. Connex is a little bit longer. It's like 40 feet long. Well, there's, yeah, long. there's another one to add. It's a 56th annual Redbud 400 to Anderson. Everybody oh, looks forward to yes. that. It's an ASA mm-hmm. tribute, uh, which is the uh, ASA series that used to run with Mark Martin, which, you know, which Mark Martin was mentioned. like an ASA champion, like yes. all time. But they're running a tribute in Anderson and the Red Bull 400 is one of those big races that is also on everybody's bucket list. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a good show. Yeah. And then uh, the Southern Super Series at New Smyrna Saturday night uh, coming up. Uh, you got to talk about Hunter and Robbins being a favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. Being on a roll with that uh, Ronnie Sanders crew and that stable, man, they, they've just been on a roll. They've won a big race time and time again. And <laughs> bunch just, of pro-late races here lately. And he's got the momentum. If he can continue to, uh, to carry on, uh, it, it'll be nice to – I would love to see that happen. But, you know, we, of course, got to always pull for Bubba. But, hey, you know – Anything that happened in New Smyrna, that's for sure. We've yeah. got a lot of big names there. It's going to be a hell of a show. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. yeah. The more times you go down there and race those tracks, or anywhere really, that you're loading up. And like the guys we're talking about, the Bubba Pollard, the Stephen Nassies, the, the Hunter Robbins, guys that are that are packing the, their hauler and they're, they're traveling right. I mean, a long way. I mean, Derek Thorne, now from the Spears Tour in California, is coming up to run the Schlinger Nationals. I mean, now, three, four, five years ago, you wouldn't have seen that. No. And now you're seeing guys that are in the Super Late Model Series from all over, whether it's the Grand National Super Series, whether it's the Southern Super Series, or the Spears Tour, or the Arca Midwest. They're traveling, and these names are getting together. Yes. And they're taking... They're starting to consolidate uh, the, the forums to make a much better list of competitors. Yeah. And it uh, it's it's what motivates us to talk about this on a weekly basis when when we're able to. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. No, not at all. It's just something crazy. We're going to have some good racing, though, that's for sure. I, I would love to go to New Smyrna. I have never been actually to that place, but I would love to go down and watch because I've heard that place is, I've seen videos of it. It's fast. It's cool. Who knows? We may we may take a wheelman car down there. Uh, we're looking for a stacker right now so we can take two cars <laughs> with us. So. Oh, man. That's going to be interesting is all I can tell you. Next year is going to be just as much fun. <laughs> well, we're going to be we're going to be right here long before the ride, too. That's I, I right. assure you that. And, guys, it's, um, you know, everything is coming up this weekend, short track racing. We are short track guys. Um, hit us up on Short Track Guys Podcast on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. Yep. Uh, know your thoughts one way or the other. Give us a question. We'll have an answer, hopefully. Uh, guys, it's it's always it's always fun to get with you and and talk short track racing. It is a lot of fun. We have a lot of have a blast every week. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, and we'll kind of keep up with it with all the news and uh, hopefully keep you informed and get you enthused about it and like, share, and we well, got uh, one more thing before we sign off. I do believe that we do. I think we do it on a one, two, three kind of thing, right? Well, why do we do that? One, two. Three. Let's, Let's go, go Brandon. Brandon. Good night, everybody. <laughs>